Before we talk about any cigar stuff today, all right. I had an epic weekend, and you're going to listen to every bit of it. All right? Mm-hmm. So we had to go get uh, fitted tuxes for uh, my buddy's wedding. So we went to first we went to breakfast at this diner uh, right next to our uh, Paramus store, actually. What diner? Uh, suburban diner. Okay. And they had the old school sausages. If you go to a diner and you're ordering sausages and they're not the big fat links, you're garbage. Yeah. It's it's atrocious. And then I realized, because I haven't had one of these in a while, did you ever go to like an old greasy spoon? Maybe not a diner, but maybe a diner. Or just like a local whatever that did, you know, breakfast sandwiches, like your, your local place. And you get like sausage, egg, and cheese on a roll and they have the big links and they cut them in half. Yeah. I think that's the premier, even though it's... It doesn't work aerodynamically. I think that's the premier so, sauce, breakfast sausage, because it, it, the snap. Oh, yeah. The snap. What I do, and uh, when I go to breakfast, people make fun of me for it, because they're like, why don't you just order this as a sandwich? I get two eggs with cheese, sausage, potatoes, rye toast dry, and I make my sandwich myself, because the sausage, like you said, it. it I feel like if they're going to do... A sandwich that way, they're gonna they're gonna jip you on the meat. In my yeah, you opinion. get you get you definitely. That's a very. I good think point, they jip Chris. you on the you meat. You get less, and it just and it just they cook the sausage sausage. It just tastes better. And I don't you know also, why. I feel like there's a different. If they bring it like so, say you got it on rye. First of all, no one traditionally orders that on rye bread, but I always get rye toast and I do the same thing. Well, I, I love make rye a little, toast. I make yeah. a little sandwich. Yeah. But I think that if they brought it out on rye bread, now the bread is soggy because it's been like the eggs and everything yeah. have been sitting on here. Yeah, exactly. A fresh stack of rye. So that's what they do at certain like um, Harold's, like that that big Jewish deli. That I think there's one down, maybe by you somewhere in Edison. There is one up here. They bring you like the monster sandwich with like corned beef stack up to here, and then they bring you another plate of just rye bread. Yes. So you can make many sandwiches. I think that's the move. Could be the move. Uh, oh, definitely is. Could be the move. And that's how you start off your day, right? That was start off there. So none of us fit into our tuxes. But uh, no, it was fine. It was a cool. Uh, we went to Nordstrom's. Excuse me. Nice. Someone's doing well. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice tuxes. Blue. Okay. Blue three piece. Um, I would have gone with brown shoes. They want to go black shoes. Oh okay. no! Do you, you remember? My, do, do you remember brown. mine? Yeah, at all? you yeah. gotta do brown shoes. I think you even asked me. You were like, "What shoes?" I said brown, and you're like, "There you go." But all right, so then we had to, we did the tuxedos, Nordstroms, and then me and my buddy, uh, everyone else left because they had they had stuff going on. Me and my buddy we were catching the three o'clock show at the AMC at the Garden State Plaza, uh, John Wick for because we had to. But we had two hours to kill, so we walked around the mall. We went to first of all, when was the last time you did that? The last time I went to a mall in five years. I haven't been. No, 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 no. All right, when I bought this pair of Jordans and it was coming in the mail. I went to the Lids at Willowbrook, but I walked right in and went right to Lids to get my red Yankee hat. It's like my red Yankee hat where the New York symbol is also the American flag. Mm -hmm. So fucking patriotic. And I got that because I needed a hat to go with the Jordans. (laughs) And this is how, uh, this is how much I think, even though I dress terribly, this is how much I think about my fit. Yeah. Is when I went to, I went to, I told you I went to the Swatch store and they had these Omega and Swatch did a collab where they did like a, did different watch designs for all the different planets and all different color schemes. And they're not expensive. And they mm-hmm. have like the Omega name on it. And, but they only had like weird colors left at this one store. And then the one of them they had was the Mars, which was white and like this red. 
And he goes, like, I got one of these in stock. And I'm like, the problem is, dude, is like, I I only have one pair of shoes that like I can wear that with. Like, I'm gonna try to get the moon one, which is gray. I'm like, but I can't I can't buy a watch that I can only wear with one exact outfit. I'm not that rich. I, I, I don't got I'm not doing that well. I didn't see that. The shoes you wore today. Yeah. I like these Jordans. These, these, the I wear my blue ones. We're Jordan more often, themed today. There you go. Yeah, oh yeah. You like that shirt? I love it. I know it looks. I like heard he was ready. not a good tipper, Scotty Pippen, and I heard they called him No Tippin' Pippen. I just heard. Really? I literally heard that on a podcast this morning. I heard something else about Scotty Pippen that was wild, but I don't know well, if we can repeat it. Oh wait, his wife's thing. <laughs> I heard that story too. <laughs> yeah. She's wild. Oh dude, she she's, don't care. She's crazy. Because I, <clears throat> I forgot we were talking about this. I forgot she was dating Jordan's son, but before that she was. With Future, the rapper, mm-hmm. and then she's with oh, as opposed she, to Future, the accountant. She was with this uh, football uh, basketball player, Malik Beasley, who's now teammates with her son. Which that dude, what is that's with awkward. these with her Jada Pinkett Smith? Why are these women? I listen. I, I guarantee there's guys who do it too. But like, oh yeah, what are you screwing out with your kids' friends? I for? don't know. I don't know. Come on, that only happens it's, in like SVU episodes. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's what are you doing? Yeah, it's a little too much. Um, so we walked around the first of all, the mall was packed. Um, and then we go to John Wick and then my buddy is, I, I got the tickets. My buddy's going to get the snacks and he's like, Oh, I, I don't want that. Like that bag is too big, but that one's too small. Do you have anything in between? He's like, Oh, well, we have like the John Wick commemorative bucket Yeah, for like in between. It was like $20 for that bucket of popcorn. He's like, oh, all right. He just bought it. Not, not thinking. And he's like, that's kind of expensive for like a bucket of popcorn, but it con- came with a little pack like you would get like uh when you get like a collective thing at like a McDonald's and it had four different coins in it like metal coins with like John because John Wick they have like the the coins as yeah. like a method of money and it had like commemorative coins and I was so pissed that he got to keep those coins <laughs> I'm like dude give me the coins and was it was it refillable popcorn too or no oh, we didn't finish oh it. I know we but were, that's I, always I, the, it might have been yeah if you're sharing it maybe but yeah that's always the uh, as I get older, I eat less and less snacks at the movies. It's weird. I mean, I, I just eat, know it's going to like disrupt my viewing. I don't eat a lot of snacks mostly because I'm throwing it a lip. <laughs> like, okay, I'm tossing right. in a lip, especially during that movie. Oh, yeah. Two hours and 50 minutes. Now, we saw it IMAX because that's what they had there. IMAX with lasers, it was called. I don't know what the hell that means. But what I hated about the, that experience is that usually I go to like in the local theaters. I guess they don't do it in IMAX, but they have, you know, you have the reclining chairs. And so there's like less seats around because yeah. they, they, they yeah. need the space. So it's like, it's kind of paired off in two. It's nice. Yeah. And there's not a lot. And like people, you don't need to get up for people to like, nope. this was like an older fashioned theater. It was packed and we were on the end and it was, it had to be 35 people in the row. I had to get up for every single, oh, and there's one no. guy in a fucking Rangers jacket Three times he had to pee during the movie. I almost said something to him. I'm almost like, dude, can you like not pee? <laughs> yeah. like, here's an empty bottle. Like, I'm trying to watch John Wick on his quest for justice against the high table, and uh, stop drinking water. Or if he probably had a slushy or some shit. But uh, besides that, what else bothered me first? Let me get through everything. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get everything through because oh, it's a movie theater. They had a lot of trailers, which is always fine. But then, like, you always think, like, oh, that's plenty of. Tra-. It's always like I like the trailers, and then you always think, oh, that's plenty of. When trailers. you think it's enough, and then they add a few more. They that's add like, like two or right, three more. Come on, like, get and to the then movie. they had. You know how they'll do like uh, the AMC know, trailer. A- they did it like an AMC one, and then they had 
three different IMAX oh, like yeah. things, like experience IMAX. I hate that. And I re- then it was a Coca-Cola one, and then it was another IMAX one, and I'm like, start the movie. Yeah. I know where I'm sitting. I know what's in, I'm in IMAX. You don't need to tell me three times. Experience. The only thing I'm experiencing right now is frustration. Exactly. This is a three-hour movie, and we're a half hour into nothing right now. I hate that. I, I went yeah. to go see, I think it was End uh, Endgame. I forgot. It was, I think it was Endgame. And I saw it in a Dolby Cinema Theater. They have one in Rockaway. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to one? Like I get maybe. It's what you were in probably sounds like it. Have you ever oh, been to a Dolby so Cinema? Loud. It was so loud. It's like they just let you they let you know everything that you're sitting in. I was like, just get to the movie already. Like I'm I'm living it. I I know what I'm uh, like. This what movie I'm theater it produces yeah. 21 gigawatts of yeah. sound. It's like I don't give a shit. <laughs> Put the movie on. I don't care what it's high definition. It's th. I'm like I don't yeah, care. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I just don't, don't care. care. Yeah. I want to see John it's an, Wick. It's a spe- I've been waiting for this movie for so long. It's a spectacle, you know. And none of these movies are like only two hours, you know. Like you're there almost three and a half well, hours. They never do that when you go to see like Frozen Two. It's like an no. hour and a half. They don't show you all the nonsense. No. It's just like well, especially I, I feel like for kids movies, it's like. Kids have a shorter attention span, so like we got to get into this movie, yeah, like, right away. Yeah, that actually makes sense. This they show. I mean, and the trailers were cool. They had Oppenheimer, which is I'm mm-hmm. excited to see. They had the new Indiana Jones, which I'm super stoked for. They had a bunch of stuff, which was nice. But then I'm like, the redundancy. Of, oh, please turn off all cell phones. Yes, <laughs> man. Everyone here. This is not no one's first movie. <laughs> yeah, and even if it is someone's first movie, like let's say you've n- somehow. Neither of you been to a movie before. Going into it, I'm gonna be like, "Don't be a prick." Oh, you mean I can't take a business call in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the of the film? Do not do not answer your phone. Do not talk during the movie. That's one thing I hate the most, and you see it a lot with teenagers. Oh my god, they there go, was a they kid. hop in and out of movie theaters. They're talking, and this is how I know I'm getting older. Because when I was in my 20s, I wouldn't give a shit. Now I'm like, oh, I care. Shut the fuck. I've up. always cared. I did. I I mean, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have said anything in my 20s. Now I'm like, I'm trying to enjoy a movie, like, shut up. So I had that, and I had a conundrum, because um, there's like, it's not, I'm not going to say it's a funny movie. It's not. It's super serious. Um, John Wick 4? Yeah. But there's parts of it that, like, you know, uh, a a funny quip, like a thing. Yeah. And there was a kid, and I didn't say anything during the movie, because how he was reacting to these things, I'm like, he might have, like, a, an issue. There might be, like, a okay. like a thing. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to criticize that. Like, you know, he's not really bothering me. It's just kind of annoying once every half hour, so it's yeah. not a big deal. But I knew where the noise was coming from. And at the end of the movie, and, like, the lights came on, and as we were walking out, I see. And it was, like, four, like, 14-year-olds. And every time there was a quip or, like, a thing, he'd just be like, ha! Ha! Like, and I, so it, it sounds like, oh, this could be somebody who has you yeah. know, an, an issue. No, it was just like four punks who thought it was funny. And I'm like, I paid $16 for this ticket. And that was half off. I got the matinee price. I'm like, I've been walking around this mall for two hours. It's rainy. I'm tired. I'm full of sausage and eggs. Yeah. I'm like, can I just, wa-? like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, but I feel like when I was younger, I was probably, we, I don't know if you were, I was probably like that when I was in theaters. I don't know. I, don't know. I was always I was, quiet, I was, man. I, I saw know. Private Ryan in theaters when I was eight years old. I take the movies very seriously. Yeah, yeah. when I, I remember, I, I don't know what year it was. I'm going to, when did, 
the original Star Wars re-release in theaters. Was that 97? I don't remember when. It re- I think it re-released right before the prequels came out. So like 97, 98. Because because uh, I remember the going first to came out in 99. It was the first prequel. I remember going to see Empire Strikes Back in theater. I've already seen it at home, but I was like, me and my buddy went to go see it. Um, and I and we were like front row. Like our tickets oh, were front row, which I went with my mom and my friend. My mom was just like, okay, I guess we'll do it. But I was just like, this is awesome. And even then I was very much like quiet. I remember going yeah. to see I Am Legend with a friend of mine. We were 18. He was just being like disruptive during it. And I, was, and I had to be like, yo, like shut the fuck up, man. Like, And we were in the front row and it was packed. It's like, just stop. Like, I don't like people when they bring attention to themselves at a movie. Like, when I'm watching, I watched Tropic Thunder and The Hangover in the movie theaters, and I was dying laughing. Like, but everyone was yeah. When loud. you laugh as a team, when you're watching I Am Legend with the dog scene or like the zombie poking his face out, then like you, that's not time for a joke. Yeah, someone's right like, there. "Oh shit!" I'm like, yeah. "You don't need to respond to that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. it didn't really happen. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. Like, like, relax. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Um, so, I mean... The only reasonable... Like, the, uh, the only time I can see reasonable, like, if you want to talk or whatever during a movie, is if you're a teenager and, like, you and your girlfriend go to, like... A, like, the movie's been out for four weeks and you just want to go to a place to, like, futz around. Yeah. Like, and you're in the back of a theater and there's one other person in the theater. Okay, yeah, okay, no one gives a no shit. No one gives a shit. But this is opening weekend <laughs> IMAX... Yeah. ...of John Wick 4. Lance Reddick just died. Yep. This is an emotional time. And now let me tell you, besides all the things I just complained about, it was the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Really? It, 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 was, it's a, it was two hours and 50 minutes of just nonstop action. The choreography, the stunts, Keanu Reeves, man, he yeah. was using nunchucks, like real him. Using, I'm like... This guy. It is, seems like every movie he's done with in this franchise, it gets bigger and better. And he's actually he did training with Halle Berry for the third mm-hmm. one. I didn't see the third one. Mm. I need to see three and four. I really enjoy the first one. Inspired me to. Can you watch it tonight? Can you let me the know? third one? Watch it tonight. Yeah, watch I could, it tonight. Tonight, yeah. No, not tonight. Wait, oh, is there final four on tonight? What's today? Monday. No, that's next week. Okay. Wait, is yeah, it's next week. Oh yeah, so watch it tonight. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, that first one inspired me to make a short film based on a cleaning crew that gets paid in gold to yeah. come and clean. That itself could be a story. Like, I loved it. I thought it was really like, because you don't see, you know, I, I don't know. I, action films are not my wheelhouse. Oh. A lot of my, fr- they're your wheelhouse. They're my roadhouse. Sure. They're like, <laughs> since like you, like you love 80s when the fucking, oh, when, when it Commando. started in the 80s. Yeah. That, that, you know, a lot of 80s. You're like my brother-in-law. You're like my buddy, Steve. Like you guys live for that. I enjoy, I enjoy action movies. Like there's nothing where I can just suspend disbelief and watch it. There's times where I do like, I'll go more towards comedies. Um, but I remember I, when I first started here, I didn't see The Rock and like you and Greg were like, we're not going to talk to you until we see it. That and that's like, and then I, I watched it and I was like, why why do people shit on Michael Bay? Like they really do, but like he's probably and you might you might know better than me, he's one of the best action like directors. He's one of the for highest growth listen, well, you, highest you can make grossing. fun of the quality of the movies, but like those Transformer movies each make like five hundred yeah. million dollars. So he's doing something yeah. right. And him and James Cameron know how to direct action movies. Yeah. Michael Mann. Like I, Ridley Scott hasn't only done action. His brother, when he was alive, rest in peace, Tony Scott could direct the hell out of an action yeah. film. Um, but you don't see like, 
You don't see that. And like I was watching Zach Braff's new movie came out this weekend and he was doing a live. That's what you were watching? No, 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 I didn't. He was watching, he did an Instagram live and someone's like, are you going to go see John Wick? He's like, well, I've never seen them and he's, they're going up against our movie this weekend. (laughs) He's like, but I hope it's really successful. He's like Donald, Donald Faison. He's like, he watches them and he loves them. But like, you think about it, like not a lot of action movies come out. I know you want to say like Avengers and Marvel, but those pure, aren't. Pure, I like those movies, but that's different. Pure that's different. action films where the star of them are doing the stunts. That's a lost art form. Dude. Jackie Chan did it in our childhood with you know Rush Hour. And well, even before that, all the movies, he all made those in movies the 80s. he did, yeah, yeah, in the eighties, like dude, Keanu so, yeah. Reeves gets and what's Keanu Reeves fifty five? Yeah, he gets beat up in this movie. There's one scene they're fighting in in France, and they're on. I think it's called the Champs Elysees. It's like that main road. It's kind of like the Arc de Triomphe. It's like mm-hmm. a busy road in the middle of Paris, and he's using cars as weapons. Like there's cars driving back and forth, and he's literally he'll do like a jujitsu move and throw a guy just into an oncoming car. And he done that like multiple times. Um, there was once, and I'm not, I'm not giving anyone any spoilers. There's one scene, and it's it's one of my favorite. You know, I, I like this in photography too. Yeah, the top down shot. Yes, and it's top down. It's like an apartment complex or like a house, you know, like an old big house, like a brownstone or whatever in Paris. So you can like see like you know, here's the wall, but you can see over the wall. You can see yes. all the rooms, and he's shooting guys. With Are they a, moving? Yeah, the, the cameras move following. Oh, him. dude, that's and badass. It was like 15, 15 minutes. It was so long. That's badass. And he's shooting guys with a shotgun with incendiary rounds. So every time he shoots them, they explode into fire. It was so badass. He killed, because I, I checked the, the counter, he killed 145 guys in this movie. Over all four movies, John Wick has killed a total of 435 people. And at some point, I'm like, when is the high table going to cut their losses? <laughs> yeah. Like, and the end, the bounty they put on him is like, this is a yeah. global criminal conspiracy that has apparently thousands of people on retainer. They have all these radio ops and they have this whole world and society. They put on like a $20 million bounty for him. I'm like, dude, he killed 400 yeah. guys. Yeah. Like, and you're only going to pay, tw- that's why he's still around is because you're only, you're, you're cheaping out on the bounty. You know, like cut your losses. Be like, listen, just leave him alone. Like we lost, we lost two graduating classes of people <laughs> to this guy. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> and that's just the amount he killed. Donnie Yen kills yeah. a whole bunch of other people. Oh, Donnie Yen's in it. Donnie oh, Yen is in it. Clay- Clancy Brown, you know Clancy Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. Clancy Brown is he's the harbinger. He was the um, <clears throat> he was Mister Krabs. He's Mister Krabs, I believe. He, he was re- Lex Luthor in the Superman the Animated Series. Yes, and then he was in the revival of Dexter. He was great in that. Yeah, he was uh, he was the the main oh, guard he? in Shawshank. Yes, that's what. And it was. he was the yeah. Kurgan in Highlander. There's times, not all the time, I get him and David Morse mixed up here and there. He was um, what's David that movie Morse. with Shia LaBeouf that was like Rear Window? Oh, um, Disturbia. Yeah, he was in that. He was in Green Mile. Um, just because they're tall and they're just like. Horrified. What's his name again? David Morse, M O R S E. He was in Concussion. David Morse. They don't look a lot alike, but they just, they play similar roles where they're like six, five. Dude, he was in The Rock. He was, yes. uh, he was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. commanders in The Rock. Where he's like, just, they're just that towering. That should be your reference, from, by the way. Okay. If, any, if, and if you're trying to think of an actor and he's in The Rock, use that it's and just I'll, The get Rock, him. Yeah. I'll get him. Um, but no, that, that's cool, man. I remember when I first heard about John Wick, I was like, 
he's killing people. My uncle told me, I was like, he's killing people over a puppy. And my uncle's like, it means more. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I watch it. And then I'm like, like, I get so sad. And then when that main guy, the main villain in that, I think he's from Game of Thrones. He was like, yeah, I I stole John Wick's car. And Ian, was it Ian? Who was it? Not Ian. um, The main guy was like, Wait, you stole John Wick's car? Oh, John. So he tells John in the first movie. He tells John Leguizamo because John Leguizamo recognizes the car. He's like, yeah. "Who'd you steal this car from?" He's like, "Oh, some nobody." And he's like, "Some nobody." Did you, well, did you kill him? He's like, "No, we like we fucked up his dog though." And he's like, "Oh, really?" And then he punches him. And he's like, "Well, you, you can't do that. My dad's gonna come get you." He's like, I'll "Tell you what, your dad's gonna understand." Yeah, and then the exactly. guy, the main Russian mafia guy, yes. calls up John Leguizamo. He's like, "I heard you hit my son." He's like, "Yes, sir." He's like, "Why?" He's like. Well, he uh, stole John Wick's car, sir, and he uh, killed his dog. And the guy turns around, he's like, oh. And he goes, dude, oh, I got chills. I got he's chills. Like, oh, he's like, you have no idea what you just did. That son. whole scene, the Baba Yaga scene in the first movie when he's hammering, he has like the big sledgehammer and he's hammering out like yeah. his old stuff. Oh, and the, yes, the yeah, dad yeah. is telling the story. Yeah. Oh, that's so I great. I saw him kill three men in a bar with a pencil. Yeah, he's hammering. He's fucking <laughs> pencil. And then he like walks up and he goes like this. <laughs> It's so, and then he like, his kid's like, no, dad, I can get him. And he hugs the kid. He's like, you will do nothing because you can do nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. Um, I will say my only criticism is that for some reason in this last, in the last one, Keanu developed like a much slower speaking style that can come off a little corny a little bit. Gotcha. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, what do you need to go do this? John He's like, I need a gun. And I'm like, why you, you don't. Don't talk like that. Like, you don't talk like that in any of the other films. There's no reason for you to talk like that. But, all right, people want to hear some cigar stuff. That's enough of my review of John Wick 4. Go see it right now. I called my brother from the car, the parking lot of the movie theater, and I'm like, if you're not on your way to see John Wick 4 right now, I'm like, I'm not your brother. And then later on, I I found a movie theater by his house in Houston, and I screenshotted the movie times, and I'm like, here you go. Better go see it. That's great. I got to take Deb to see Scream 4 this week. But I'm kind of hoping that, like, like, oh, you know, John Wick's playing like right next door. If you want, would but she, she would never. She, she would never. It's not, it's not her. She would see it if I was having like a really bad day and she like came over, like if I was stressed at work or something was going on, and I'm like, I really want to watch John Wick. She would, of course, watch it with me then. But for like a date night, I'm not going to take her to go see that, um, unless it was my birthday, in which case. That yeah, I mean, I might, dude. I'm gonna get a crew together and I'm gonna rent out a movie theater for my birthday next year. Are from, they like, still doing from, that? You because, can still do it. All right. You can still do it, um, but December also it would have to if if there's no big James Cameron or Marvel or Star Wars release because those always happen around my birthday. Like my birthday's actually been like a big launch for Titanic, a lot of the Avengers movies, Lord of the Rings. They all oh, came out yeah. like the eight Harry Potter, the 18th or 19th has always been a big launch. So if there's nothing around it, I want to rent out a movie theater, and I'm gonna get whoever wants to come. It's gonna be a day. It's gonna be a long day. I'm like, bring whatever snacks. We'll get pizza, the whole thing, from 10 a.m. And I'm like, we're going to sit here, and we're going to watch all four oh, that'd be John great. Wicks. Before we get into this really yeah. quickly. You want to talk about John Wick more? The, well, just in general, because I've never done this, and people are shocked. Because I'm just afraid of getting caught, <clears throat> especially when I was younger. I never timed it out where if I were to go see a movie, let's say at like 2 o'clock, it would end right before another movie I want to see. Movie? I've never done that. I, I feel uh, like I've been, I'm the only one that has, just says she was habitual. Yeah, well, that was a, a two movie type of day. I never did that. 
And I feel like now, if I do it, I'm almost 40. If you get caught doing that at 40, like, you're kind of pathetic. I did that one time, and I didn't even, this is uh, the spoiler so, alert for the for the movie. This is, this is years ago. I was in high school. I was, like, a s- sophomore, junior in high school. And I went on a date with this girl who I really didn't like, but I was 16, and, like, she was a girl. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to go on a date. <laughs> and we went to go see Ratatouille. I think it was Ratatouille. And I was like, "This is I don't I was you know sixteen, yeah, and I don't mind Ratatouille as a as a general concept. Like I'm sure it's a fine film. If I watch it now, I'd probably enjoy it. But I'm sixteen. I'm with a girl. I'm like, I don't want to watch Ratatouille. Yeah. So it ends, and then she's like, "Oh, my dad is not coming for a while to come get me." So she's like, "Do you want to go sneak into something else?" And so there was a little bit left in The Departed. And I hadn't seen it yet. And I was just starting to really get into like yeah. bigger films. You know, I was 16, 17. Well, again, spoiler alert for everyone who's seen The Departed, but it's 20 years ago. Yeah. I walk in, and as I walk in, it's Leo DiCaprio in an elevator with Matt Damon. And then the door opens, and Leo gets shot in the head. That's, mm-hmm. I, I walk in at that scene, and I'm oh like, my God. what the fuck happened? Yeah. Was that when Mark, was that right before Mark Sheen, like they... Pushed Mark no, this is the end of the movie. This is when Leo dies at the end. This oh, is like the, this is like the last fifteen shit. minutes of the movie. Damn. Yeah, the last fifteen minutes of The Departed is wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it's great. That dude, honestly, and I, maybe because I've seen all the rest of it so much, that might be his best movie. Ooh. I liked The Irishman. It was a little long. What about Goodfellas? I think I've seen. Man. I think I've just seen Goodfellas way too many times. Where it's like not. Fr- yeah. It's excellent. Uh, Casino also like a little bit long. I Rage, like Raging Bull. Oh, yeah. Loved it, but a little long slow and very long. A that's slow. that's a, that was a slow burn for sure. Mm. Three hours, minimal action. You know, it, it was more a performance for like to showcase how great De Niro yeah, is. I never, I already seen. I haven't seen Taxi Driver in a long time. I know that's oh, a very that's good a great movie. One, yeah, I never saw Mean Streets. Mean Streets is good. Like once Mean Streets is good ago. for like his first major film. But in terms of co- combination of drama acting. And like and a little cast. action, and the, yeah, cast, and the cast, dude. Everyone, Martin Sheen was like a third character on that. He was like a, like a yeah, Alec second. Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Matt um, Damon, Jack Matt Damon, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, even the guy who played Jack Nicholson's like second yeah, in he's command. A, yeah, he's, he's like a famous uh, yep. uh, Barry Winston. He's a yeah. famous British actor. What's her name? She's uh, bigger Vera, now. Uh, from Mig- farming game, yeah. Every time we brought her up, Greg's like, she went to my high school, but like eight years before me. That doesn't count. No, that does. That means nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Who cares? So Um, yeah. So what are we smoking today? I have no idea. I got some test blends from uh, from Crown Heads. No idea what it is. And I and I hate it because I'm gonna. I love this cigar. I don't know what it is. It's oily, darker wrapper, but not a Maduro. I would guess some kind of Ecuadorian. Uh, not Sumatra. It's a little too oily for that. I would guess a Corojo, maybe. I feel like the last few times we've smoked. Samples from Crown Heads—they've gone on to be like, like the last big one, yeah, big, yeah, big time, big deal. La Patissier, I think. I think mm-hmm. one was them. So it la- was a new La. It was a La Patissier when he moved production. Yes, yeah, yeah. So last week we briefly mentioned. I, I loved the interaction. There was two or three separate fans messaged me, giving their intake on AI in the cigar world. Mm-hmm. Some were like me who were just deathly afraid of AI. Some were like, it could be really great. You know, it was nice to kind of see the Those different Those guys opinions. are the problem. All right? <laughs> Stop it. No yeah. good will come of this. I agree. I there completely is no, agree. 
utopia. They're going to take AI. our jobs. I know I sound like South Park, but they're going to take our jobs. It's not even about taking our. It's like taking our lives. Oh yeah, Listen, they're going to. Well, Skynet goes live. We're all fucked. Yeah, we need a John Connor. When Cyberdyne Systems comes online, we're maybe. Fucked. She has no idea what we're. Talking I'll train. About. I'll train my daughter to be the. She next has John no Connor. idea what we're talking about. You've seen Terminator. Have you? You know what's weird, dude? Both Terminators were not only out; they were classic movies before she was even born. That's crazy, right? I think even was I born? No, because Term- well, Terminator Two came out in ninety four. So ninety three. When was the, was the first one? Eighty five. Yeah. Eighty six. So they're bo- the first ones before us. Isn't that crazy though? Like their eight year difference between sequels. Now it's like and you know eighteen what? months. Like I will say, Schwarzenegger. That was his pinnacle movie. Then he did like True Lies after that. He did he did some good movies I liked after that. He did Last Action Hero and all these. Oh god, yeah. He did not have another hit anywhere close to that since Terminator 2 was his last big hit. Everything else was you know, he did Expendable. Like think about it. Yeah. All his movies, yeah. Commando, Predator, I mean he, all these yeah, movies dude. was was before, you know, Terminator 1. Uh, but Terminator 2 was his last like it, after that it almost became like I guess cliche it was so big and so popular that after that it was like not what, a lot of know? those guys like you know I, I'm I'm made a promise to myself not to crap on Bruce Willis anymore because it all makes sense why he was probably doing these movies were you uh, gonna crap on him before Chris you got just, a problem and no just like all these guys like I feel like they had such a they had such a small time of like them when they were like great Stallone, like, would you still consider his Did you? Acting I'm sorry. Great? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you save an entire office Christmas party at Nakatomi no, Plaza? No, I wish. Okay. Or I didn't save everyone at an airport. Yeah, didn't, no one, didn't, no, around, no didn't one run around New York City. Did you run around New York City with a young with Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson no. whose name was like Hercules? It was some like Greek name, I feel Zeus. Like. Zeus? Yeah. Did you, did you do that? No. I don't think no. so. No. Did you looper? No, I wish I did. I didn't looper. I wish I did. Looper sounds like a like you did something to somebody. Did you loop her? I might have, but I don't yeah. want to get in trouble. Yeah. But could um, you would could you imagine? Because I sometimes I like in my brain recasting action movies. Like I, who would you put in Con Air besides Nick Cage if you had to? I know you can't, but who would you? Be- I, the movie. I'm not making the movie. Okay. I'm writing that movie with Nick Cage with the what worst about southern accent. Although, Nick Cage versus who Although else? I get listen, if I'm gonna be super serial, I guess I could see I don't know, who's like a famous southern actor who like I guess Matthew McConaughey, yeah, but but he's not really known as an action star. No. Because that's the only thing that could take away like that maybe for the Nick Cage performance is like his bio accent. Yeah. But I can't Theo Vaughn? I could see Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn would be know, great. The guy from TikTok. How dare you? Just shows shows our age. How dare you? Um, but I, what I was leading to was we made a comment last week about conspiracy theories in the in the cigar world. As I did my research, I was kind of hoping for more juicier ones. These are now all I would just more considered myths. Yeah, we will do conspiracies. Um, you know, when you're looking it up, it always brings back to Illusione because his brand. You know, he does some cigar lines that are based on some just worldwide conspiracy theories area 51 things of that nature um is that a conspiracy it's like real though isn't it like real area 51 is real i just yeah. think it depends on what people think area 51 is for that whole 
Was it during COVID or before COVID storming oh, the, Area 51? And then the, yeah, they were going to storm Area 51. I think it was before. I think it was like right before COVID. I think it was before. Um, and I mean, one, I personally, I kid, personally think. Remember that one kid they had on the news, and then he was like Naruto running in the background. Uh, but aliens are definitely like they're real. Like they came, the government came out and said uh, to distract us from COVID. They're like, oh, by the way, we got aliens. Some theories I saw here um, are things that we've kind of always. We have touched on, and you have, you have said too as well, um, not to do, or, or like the first one, like people think Cuban cigars are the best in the world. I've had a few Cuban cigars in my lifetime, and I've enjoyed them, but I don't think they were the best I've smoked personally. No, I mean that misconception. It, it, it comes from, you know, people look at sometimes what the you know what the rich do what the rich and famous do and that must be oh the rich and famous that must be the best thing yeah i mean for one thing is you know i know we bring it up a lot but like jordan smoking just cubans oh so they must be the best because one of the best athletes ever smoking it or you know famous people are smoking or like i feel like it's um not not like folklore but it's like with them beat with the whole embargo situation happening oh they're like unattainable so if they're unattainable, then they must like once you have them, they must like they must be great that I got them. Yeah, kind of. Thing. Not only is it not true, it's hardly ever true. Like you know, uh, like oh, all, all these guys they got Rolex, diamond set of Rolex. This Rolex. Yeah. I'm like, you ask a real watch. Obviously, Rolexes are popular, but like, dude, there's a whole other range of watches that like you never even heard of. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like actual rich people shit are things like you don't know they exist. Like oh, yeah. Gucci is not real rich yeah. people shit. No. Like maybe like Brioni is like a rich, really rich guy, Brett, where it's like $3,000 suits, you know, $500 ties or, you know, Ferragama. Like I, I feel like there's rich brands that like, they also are, are kind of, she's like, I think Gucci, and listen, I don't want to, I don't know if I'm going to start a writer. I think Gucci's a little gaudy. I'm not a fan of like Gucci. Yeah. 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 I I, like the Gucci belt. It's like I don't know. I think like obviously there's there's quality. It's got to be quality. Which and I'm sure Gucci and Versace these guys they do quality. But my thing is like if you need to have your brand, there's a great quote: Lamborghini has never had a TV commercial. It's true. They don't need crazy branding. It's like. It's yeah, you're gonna come to just, us. Yeah, it's it's not on the same level. It's a, I saw a funny TikTok where it's like I've never seen a Chinese food commercial because Chinese food doesn't need commercials. <laughs> you know, like Dude, it's imagine, definitely not the same thing. Imagine but like, how racist and an eighties like oh, in yeah. the eighties when they had get like these corny commercials and eighties Chinese food. They probably commercial. would have Miss Swan from Mad TV. Do well, there's not there's not a lot of chains except for like no. PF Chang's, which is like a kind yeah. of a higher end. So we're not gonna do a commercial for that. But and then Panda Walk, but isn't that mostly in Panda malls? Express? Panda yeah, Express, yeah, that, that's like, yeah, that's malls and all that, yeah. yeah. But um, no, that you make a good point that I've never thought about. Where like these, like once you become famous and rich, like these brands or these clothing companies, these watch companies, they're going to you probably, or you're hearing about it through other rich people. Yeah. I I don't know, you know, you don't you're not hearing about it because. 
I do my shopping at local department store. You know, yeah. at department what are stores. The brand, like, what are the what are the fancy brands that you know? You know, Gucci, Versace, Balenciaga. Yeah. I guess now because uh, yeah. of thing. But here's the thing: Hilf- is Hill? Would you consider Hilfiger like fancy? Fancy? Probably uh, it's, not. It's it's upper middle class yeah. fancy. Which I have a really nice blazer, the, uh, a Tommy Hilfiger blazer. I really, which yeah, dude, dude for, for guys like us, it's like, it's yeah. a nice quality thing. Yeah. Charles Tewitt is also like that yeah. for me. It's like a nice quality thing. But here's a, here's my thing. If they're selling it by the, by the side door at a mall in a Nordstrom, which is kind of what gave me this idea. I'm like, there's no, billionaires aren't buying this thing. Yeah. If it's, if they're advertising here and they have like a, you know, a 20% off sale on the whatever, even though Nordstrom is a very nice store, there's levels to this mm-hmm. and the real like the elite like the the illuminati to bring yes. it back here the illuminati of the world they're not they're not shopping no there. no they they're they, everything with them is like or for watches you know oh yeah maybe they'll have a rolex or they'll have like an ap or one of those but they also probably have some watch from like some small guy in switzerland who like works out of like a tiny shop and his family's been making and he, he makes like 15 watches a year. Like that's yeah. that's that level. Mm-hmm. So I never pay attention to what I pay attention to what experts say. So for before we get back into cigars, I'll say like, you know, for uh headphones, I'm not gonna be like, oh well, you know, LeBron listens to these when he walks into the thing, or like yeah. Jay-Z made yeah, yeah, beat. Yeah. I'm gonna go to all my especially my friend Pete, who's like a sound engineer, and I'm like, what is the best? And mm-hmm. he'll tell me, like, oh, this one is the best, or this wasn't the yeah, you go I, to experts. And the same thing with cigars. So the common person thinks that Cuban cigars are all, you know, it's elite level and you can't get it. But when I first started working, everyone's like, oh, do you have, you know, did you get Cubans? Did you this? And it's like, not really, but it's also not for me. Like when I smoked a Cuban, my first Cuban cigar, it was very underwhelming because I was expecting so much because of the hype. reputation and the hype it, it, it has, you know, and it, it, we can dive into that as a whole with every other thing of things being hyped or overhyped or this or that. And I think Cuban cigars in this industry kind of fall under that. Um, what about storing it's the, cigars it's the, in your fridge? It's the, really quick. It's the yeah. quality control issue with Cubans. The, the tobacco yes. is very special um, and they have a legacy and a history there, but the quality control issue is where you're going to run into issue, problems. Yeah. And now they just announced, and also now their prices, they just jacked up their prices this year, which we've talked about to match up with the Hong Kong, uh, market. region, the Hong Kong market. And uh, now apparently because of bad weather last year, they just got like the smallest crop ever out of Pinar del Rio, which is the main growing region in Cuba. And they also, I don't know if it was a wildfire or something or a hurricane and like 10,000 curing barns were destroyed. Like Jeez. they're going to, it's already going to be a problem. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. So yeah, that's, that's a, that's a mind. myth or a conspiracy theory. Cubans are not the best out there, except for a Cuban sandwich. I'll take a Cuban sandwich. Okay. <laughs> What about uh, storing cigars in your refrigerator? I mean, it's fine. We do it for some of the things. I mean, they used to do it back there. Mm-hmm. It's not... Don't put the refrigerator on. Now, the thing about a refrigerator is it's airtight, which is why if you had a refrigerator going and then you got to unplug it or the power goes out or something, or for, if, 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 the, if it's not being powered anymore, you yeah. got to leave the door open. Not, not uh, if it's empty. If it has food in there, obviously, because... Yeah. But because condensation and mold builds up in there. So it's airtight. Yeah. It is airtight. So if you bought a br- or if you got like a used refrigerator that still works and you, t- you don't plug it in, you totally cleaned it out. It is airtight. <clears throat> so you could use it to store. Like it's not, you know, it's the same thing about using like my Pelican cases. So you can do it for that. 
but don't put cigars in there with the refrigerator on. That's stupid. You don't you don't no. want cold. No. Cold is just as bad for your cigars as it's as almost too above much heat. it's like a little bit above freezing. Yeah, though, and you, right? you ever yeah, try smoking want... a cigar on a cold day and the wrapper starts coming oh, out yeah, yeah. it, it it the oils you yeah. eat there's a reason why they say to keep it at a certain humidity and a certain temperature. And you're not at seventy percent humidity in a refrigerator. No. Like that's on. No. It's gonna be dry because cold, it's always drier mm-hmm. in the cold. It's gonna be dry, you're gonna Dry out the oils on it. It's just, it's not smart. So don't, don't keep it in your refrigerator. Like it's, it's not, it's not bootlegging. Like, oh, we got to hide it in the fridge yeah. behind the peas. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You could, you could buy a humidor. You've got a nice cheap humidor. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, what about, this one was interesting. JFK hoarding Cuban cigars before signing the Cuban That embargo. is true. It's, so, is it true? It is true. Okay. So the day before, um, or the, the day of that he was going to actually sign the document that enacted the embargo, the trade embargo with Cuba, he sent his press secretary, Pierre Salinger, down to a local tobacconist, and he bought, I don't want to say 30,000. It was either 3,000 or 30,000. It might have been 30,000. It was, uh, maybe it was 3,000. It was a lot. Um, by 3,000 Cuban H. Upman Petite Coronas. I remember that's not even the, that's the size. And as soon as he got back in the office, he opened one of the boxes, he lit one up, and then he immediately signed the embargo. So, Why would some people think that's a conspiracy theory? I mean, I think anything involving JFK. Is oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he was the Cubans might have killed him. He lived such a oh wow. You know the Cubans, the mafia, the yeah. government. He lived such a, was a government, uh, a secretive life that obviously was un, you know more unraveled and everything. But yeah, but you know what? Dude, like that that I mean, there was a string of assassinations. You know, sixties into the seventies. Him, Martin Luther King, his yeah. brother. You know, uh, uh, Robert, Robert, uh, Bobby Kennedy. But I don't think. Uh, but each of them was like detrimental in a different way. Like nothing was more detrimental to the civil rights um, movement, uh, or- movement, or to African American and white tent than the and just a, a killer to morale. Of humanity as Martin Luther King. Yeah. But in terms of the path of America and what could have been, nothing is worse than the JFK assassination because he, the like from when he died on is when we saw that dramatic downclot and just morale, patriotism, Conspiracy, decency yeah, amongst like each other. Yeah. And that's trust, everyone, trust yeah. amongst each other for various. And then it spiraled out with Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Bobby, and are these things like, re- and I don't think they're related in a giant conspiracy theory, but are they related in terms of like, once it happened to JFK, it kind of opened the door to these other things? Oh, can, I think yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Because there wasn't a, there wasn't really assassinations for a while before that. But it's just kind of wild too that his brother, like, didn't he get shot point blank? Yeah, by Sirhan Sirhan in the kitchen yeah. of the of the hotel in LA. There was a movie about it. Yeah. Um, That's wild to me. Like He was also, know. the the guy who killed him, uh, Sirhan Sirhan, was one of the first people... I don't know if they showed it in Mindhunter, but one of the first people that was profiled by the Mindhunter guys to like oh. see if to see like yes. if there was something to this, they they interviewed Sirhan Sirhan to see like what nice. was going on. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, so like any anything and because of of the effect that it had on American history, kind of anything involving JFK is like shrouded in this this cloak of mystery and intrigue. This cloud of, yeah, this cloud of like so, what? Yeah. But yeah, no, that is something he did. Okay. That is something he definitely did. Um, this, I know, it, you know, this was a is a conspiracy, in my opinion, or a myth of light cigars, light-colored cigars aren't strong. 
Um, that's actually one thing I remember. I remember a few things you told me, like starting off when I was working here, and this is one of them. Like, don't judge. Essentially, don't judge a book or a cigar by its wrapper. <laughs> you know, because you could have darker wrapped cigars that smoke smooth. I think f- at first uh, the the Warhawk was a, a very intense cigar for me, and that's a Connecticut shade wrapper. You know, yeah. like I just so you when can people judge see it. when people look at light colored cigars, they think like, oh, this is going to be a, an easy smoke. And then when it's, you know, if you're smoking, I always get if I'm smoking a cigar in the summer, I tend to wait at night because of just how hot it is during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're smoking any type of cigar and like the heat like that, um, it's going to kick your butt. But I, I, yeah. I have smoked a few like the um, Antonio, Connecticut. That's another one that like kicked my ass, hitter. you know. Absolute so, so you why do you think this it. is a theory? So why you, you can judge a book by its cover. Here's the thing: if you're walking through a bookstore and you see a book cover with, you know, Fabio shirtless and some princess in a nightgown by a lighthouse, all right, all right, this book is probably not about puppies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, you can open that book and be like, oh, this is actually like an intriguing, dramatic tale of romance and woe, as opposed to just That's some a cheap. Quote. That's a quote that has to go in somewhere in your like when you're talking about your life. That's a quote that has to be there because that's Which, a perfect quote. It, it, Fabio, beautiful woman. This this ain't about puppies. Yeah, you know. But you're right. Like it's a great analogy. So when you look at a darker cigar, uh, particularly let's go with like a broadleaf Maduro or a San Andreas Maduro, just because they're they're the most obvious because they're they're usually jet black. You can judge it in terms of like flavor. Yeah. In terms of flavor, what you're going to be tasting, it's most likely going to be rich. It's most likely going to be smoky because the Maduro wrapper with the sugars in it, it creates a lot more smoke. So you can judge it in that way. But judging it in strength, the wrapper has a little bit to do with strength, but not as much. And we've talked about yeah. this. Ad strength nauseum, really yeah. comes from the filler, yep. a little bit from the binder. And the wrapper is majority. Yeah. yeah, not not 100%, but no, the majority but of the yeah. flavor comes from the wrapper. So you can judge in terms of that, but if you're a new cigar smoker and I gave you something that's really dark, don't think like, oh, I'm not going to be able to handle this. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, this is not jet black and you couldn't handle this one. Mm-hmm. The, an ashen-aged Maduro, you'll be able to handle. Yeah. A charter oak Maduro, you'll be able to handle. A Fuente 858 Maduro, you'll be able to handle. Uh, a Macanudo, like Macanudo Maduro, you'll be able to handle. You know? So again... Judge it on the flavor, it's going to be richer, a lot of times sweeter, but not also not necessarily. But you kind of, it narrows down your expectations. All right, I know this is not going to be super clean and spicy. There's going to be a boldness going on. This just, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in terms of strength or overall experience, yeah, do not judge the Fabio book by its color. Exactly. Uh, the last one, because we kind of talked about number five, only rich people smoke cigars. I don't, I think everyone smokes cigars. Um, but the last one I think is int- interesting because we've kind of talked about this topic with uh, certain someone in the industry and their branding. But flavored and infused cigars are meant to attract underage smokers. They're n- the problem is is that there was probably a time where that was true. But I don't necessarily think, me personally, it's to get the the underage smokers into this industry. I think eventually you are going to find yourself wanting a cigar because cigars relate to like everyone I know seems to golf 
So when you're on the golf course, what's one thing that you do? You bring out a cigar. Greg brought out a cigar. You know, yeah, like people bring out cigars when they're golfing, you know, or like, you know, you go on a bachelor party weekend or you you go on vacation like it you I would find that more like I would find cigars more just readily available. But it wasn't on my radar when I was younger. I don't think this I mean, I don't think necessarily that it's it's I mean, I don't know the intentions of companies, but from what I know about a lot of these companies, you know, we'll say Drew Estate, it was like, you know, the acids and everything, yeah. and then the tobacco, you know, the coffee infused. I don't think their goal is children, like literally no. at all. What I do think their goal, it's the same reason why a margarita exists, or the same reason why there's like, you know, spiked lemonade. Because some people want to enjoy the thing, but they don't like the taste of the thing. Yeah. Of the adult product, so we're gonna we're gonna make it a more mm. palatable experience for a certain group of people. Margaritas were not invented so that little kids can get like a sugar rush and drink a thing. They were invented for people who don't who want the effects of tequila but don't want to yeah. taste tequila. That's actually a great point because my first drink. I am very wise. Chris. My first drink when I was twenty one. Um, was uh, twenty one months. <laughs> was Long Island iced tea. And when I when Oof, at the wow. age I drank, I was like, "This is great." Then when I started getting more well versed in alcoholic drinks, I was like, "This is garbage. This is just straight." I don't know if I've ever diabetes. It's disgusting. I might have had one and blacked out, so I don't know. Okay, I don't but know I don't, how anyone drinks it because sugar and you know, that's why I, I rarely well, mix I any with whiskey with soda because mm. the sugar, like that, would cause the hangover to be worse, and that's what yeah. Long Island iced teas. It's just a, a bottled hangover. Did anyone who gets <laughs> drunk on like like the big fruity? Dr- I'm like, dude, you're in for a bad day tomorrow. So I know you drink white, you drank, or you used to drink white claws. I like no, I'll take a claw. You do not a lot of sugar. Does that okay? I was not gonna say, does that like mess you up? Because I feel no, like I see good. people pound white claws, and I'm like, oh, the head. I get ha- I get bad hangovers anyway because I don't drink a lot. So like the other night, I went out uh, with some friends, and I had. Three white claws, but they threw me a curveball because apparently now they're making white claws in bigger cans. Oh, so man. now I don't know like what my ratio. Because now I, yeah. I know if I go out for dinner or drinks, three white claws over the course of a dinner, I'm I'm good. I can drop. But the like, can's uh, yeah, bigger. It's not going to even yeah. touch my blood alcohol content. I'm good to go. But a bigger can, you know, Deb had to drive home. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> you know, do you like white claw or high noon better? Are they? Kinda... I do white claw because I like that it's like a malted gotcha. beverage. The high noons are just vodka. However, I do like tequila, and high noon just came out with a tequila Ooh. that's going to be dangerous for me this summer. Sitting by a pool, yeah. couple of those bad boys. Should enjoy one on Cinco de Mayo. Ooh, we got to um, do some for Cinco de Mayo. And uh, you see a lot of more hard seltzers. Like I think Budweiser has a hard seltzer. Yeah. So like you see that Truly's, wave going. There's a lot of. There's and I think that's of... opening up to now. Like, and it, I don't know too many women who enjoy beer personally. That's just that's in my life. I don't. But if you have now a Budweiser seltzer, Budweiser is going to be getting more money mm-hmm. because seltzers, to me, cater more towards just women like seltzers and like spritzers and, and shit I like that. And I know this is contradictory to, to what we have discussed, my hatred of seltzer. But yes, my hatred yeah. of seltzer is purely regular seltzer. Yeah. If I am thirsty at a restaurant and I ask for a bottle of water or like a glass oh, of water, God. I'm like, like that's... That, because regular, uh, th- there is a taste to regular seltzer. It's not just water that's fizzy. There is a taste to seltzer. But there's water. no way it's hydrating you. You know, apparently it is. 
Uh, all right. My mom only so drinks then, that shit. Yeah, then, in the, well, I don't even know what that brand. Is. I think it's Reynolds or something yes. that comes in like the blue. Yeah. It, like it's been around since like the fifties. Just as like I'm dehydrated, I drink some water. I have seltzer. I was like, it's not the same thing. I think it, and she's but like, no, it? but it it is. But I it, guess it is. I guess I just see carbonated carbonation. I'm like, there's no way that's hydrated. There's you. a. There, I'm telling you, there's a. Fl- it's not just fuzzy water. There is a flavor in seltzer water that to me makes it very unappealing. However. That flavor is not present in a malted seltzer beverage such as the good people over at White Claw. B Rabbit, do you do you drink uh do, sorry, do you drink seltzer? Um, I'll do two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to do the ice cream on the table. Because I don't like seltzer. Okay, good. Cause I was gonna say people who drink seltzer are clearly unhinged. Because I don't get the appeal. Not non-alcoholic seltzer. Non-alcoholic seltzer, yeah. yeah. I don't get the appeal. I I I would I would rather drink nothing than if there was only seltzer available. When we went to the diner just yeah. the other day, I ordered a water, our coworker ordered a seltzer, the guy got it wrong. Yeah. He brought both both looked like seltzer. And I'm like, if this is fucking seltzer, I'm gonna and it walk was out. Of it. And it was spray. And I'm like, all right, that's a pleasant because you know what? When you look at that glass, that's what it should be. If yes. you're bringing me clear fizzy in a glass, it should be seltzer. I'm sorry, it should be seven up, it should be sprite. Um a fresca, although the fresca yeah. usually has a little bit of a darker hue to it because it's great. Same, I know ginger ale a little is a little darker, but yeah, like, I never I'll do complain all at a restaurant. No, I you I I am too scared to ever. That's why I have a girlfriend. She does that for me. Uh, I'm never gonna complain. Like if you get my order wrong, I'm gonna. It's fine. I'm gonna eat it. But I will complain if I go to like a McDonald's or something and I'm filling up my cup and the ratio is off in the machine where yeah. like it's not putting enough syrup in. So you like, get Coke and you drink it. I'm like, this is just seltzer with like yeah. a dark coloring. I will go up and be like, fix the machine. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not drinking. This is, this is garbage. This is, this is static garbage. Yeah. That's funny but, that you made that comment about how that's why you have a girlfriend to, to handle those. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell anyone my thing. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm kind of afraid because I just feel like people will just mess with your food. I'm on so the if phone. I get something I'll, I'll wrong, I'm phone. like, eh, okay. I'll get an insurance company or something. I'll be like, I'll yell at them. But when somebody's bringing me my, th- especially if you're at like a place like a Chili's, yeah, it's like, well, I wasn't. This is not fine. It's cost me seven dollars. Like, what? Yeah. I'm gonna be mad. My yeah, chicken I fingers came, are not. Crunchy. I came after ten o'clock for half price appetizers. What yeah. are you expecting to get? I, I expect you classical, to spin it. classic like, service. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what the yeah. hell were we talking about? We were talking oh, about yeah. conspiracy no, theories. I, yeah, I think I don't think that they're marketed <laughs> for for children. I think that they are. It's for people who want the effects of the adult product, but yeah. they don't want to taste what the actual adult product and I, is. I always say this. I'm always going to stand by it. If kids are curious about alcohol, cigarettes, that they're going to Chris's fi- house at two two three. They're going to find a way. They're going to find a way to try it. Like that's yeah. just that's most kids are like that. Whether you're a and quote we, unquote bad kid or whatever, if you're interested in something, boy, you're going to figure out how to get it. You know, but yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think yeah. people. Kids ahead, do so. stuff. They do. They do alcohol. They do alcohol. They they do this. They smoke cigarettes. They do whatever. You know, high schoolers or what have you. Because it actually, it, you know, not it's not just about looking cool. It's because it gives you an effect. Smoking a cigarette gives you like. An immediate head rush. Getting, yeah. getting, drinking alcohol makes you drunk. Smoking weed makes you high. Uh, cigars can have that effect too, but it's nowhere near as prominent as in those other ones. Mm-hmm. So we're like kids aren't in a, a young. I don't want to say kids. Younger people, in, you know, in their teenage years, are not in a rush to go to like get a premium cigar no. because it's smoky. It doesn't taste it's like you think gonna it's going to taste, and it doesn't do anything to you. So like, there's no, there's no point in you doing it. 
flavored tobacco definitely has its place in the industry. A lot of money there. A lot yeah. of you know, there's a, there's a lot of customers. You can compare it to the a, seltzers. Yeah, a lot of, of people like, start yeah. there and then go on to your more premium cigars. However, I wonder if the industry as a whole would be willing to offer up flavor as like a sacrificial lamb to like, we'll give you guys a ban on flavors if you don't. Because they really yeah. are di- I do think that if you're trying to go after vape and all that stuff and you wanted to lump cigars in that, your only option is flavored tobacco and infused tobaccos. Like, you ca- you can't compare, what you know, whatever this brand is from Crown Heads yeah. that we're testing, you can't compare this to a vape but there's an argument that, you know, the mint Java from Rocky Patel and Drew Estate, there's an argument that th- those... I know people who love those pa- cigars. Run, runs in parallel yeah. worlds. I know so. people who absolutely love those cigars, but that's yeah. that goes to what we seem to kind of talk about a lot. Everyone's palate is different. Yeah. Everyone's preference is different. I like that you and I don't have the same... Your palate's a lot more refined than mine, but like we, we have our different go-tos. Not refined, go-tos. just Not different. refined, but like more different. experienced, let's say. We have our different, and when you, Derek, and I smoke, all three of us are very different. You know, when Greg, you, and I Derek smoke, is, very different. Derek so I think, <laughs> I he, think he gets loopy from I, this, this yeah. immediate he body likes to, cigar. He's he's like, I can't drive, and he likes to call me out. I saw you sweat. I'm like, bro, because I'm like 50 pounds heavier than you, and I'm just a big guy. I always sweat. Yeah, but like right now, the cigar is not making me sweat. You know, um, he has a mark on his face today. I'm like, what happened to your face? And he's like. Oh, I got in a fight this weekend. And I'm like, Derek, he's like, uh, I was cutting a tree branch and it smacked me in the face. And I'm like, there he is. You'd have to like go out to the public to get into a fight. Yeah. And that's yeah. Mr. Derek. You have to not, not drink and work out in your garage <laughs> like yeah. you're in prison. I would be more so if he's like, yeah, one of my daughters scratched me. That's yeah. more likely yeah, than well, you yeah, get into a fight. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, you, got, you got into a brawl? Yeah. Uh, all so, right. This was a fun episode. This was fun. I think I you liked were, it. leading it off with John Wick getting, gave a good energy. It gave me. It got me jacked yeah. up. I gotta, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go see that. So tomorrow I'm seeing Scream. I'll probably go see it again on Wednesday. Yeah. I'll find. I think by the end of it being in theaters, this you, is my. You this is my prediction. Oh, you, you gotta watch three. When you I watch have to three, watch three. Let's go out on a weekend and actually. I watch will. It. I will make time. Okay. On a, on a weekend, we'll meet in the middle. What I'll come over here. I don't give a shit. Something going on. We got something Friday. When am I going on Saturday? Oh, I have a I have a thing. Nice. I have a, a wine night. But nice. Yeah, a lot of complainers. Heyo. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I think my prediction is before it leaves theaters, you're gonna see it at least four times. I won't see it that many, only really? because it's a really long movie okay, and I'm also right. broke. But okay. I will see it at least uh the movie I'm I've seen there was only a couple I movies I saw multiple times in theaters. Uh, Attack of the Clones I saw three times. Dark Knight. Dark Knight I saw three times. Some of the Avengers ones. I will definitely see this again in theaters. And then also, you don't need to see it a lot in theaters anymore because this will be on streaming in like a Very month. Very soon. Like a yeah. month. And, well, actually, maybe a little longer because it's like doing money. Who produces it? What what, what production? The guy. Uh, I can't think of the name of the production. No, company, but is but it like, like a Warner Brothers? Is it Paramount? It's, uh, Lionsgate. Okay. And then the guys who who direct it are stuntmen. They were, they, they yeah. were, they were Keanu Reeves' stunt guys in The Matrix, oh, which is dope. why the cinematography and the, and the action scenes are yeah. so... Great, and it's all real. No CGI. That's it's great. all realistic stuff. Because, dude, it, when you see this movie, I think it was made on like a hundred million dollar budget. You'd be like, "That sounds incredibly cheap for everything I just." Whoa, witnessed. they saved so much money. They saved, on, yeah, X, on, y, on no on no effects. So, yeah. so go see John Wick Four in theaters now, um, and uh, and send us some of your cigar conspiracy theories yes. in the comments and below. And just like John Wick did with his fire shotgun, keep them lit.